0: Surround yourself with great people, and and understanding, uh, and, and that's you know that's no secret, right? Um, but ultimately, that in in within a team is a is sustainable impact. Um, you know, because because without joint effort, you know, w- without that community, even if it's a community of two or three or four, um, your effort stops when you stop.
1: Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Patrick Moran of Tactical Landcare TLC. Patrick, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you, Gresh. I appreciate having me. Definitely super excited to have you on. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Patrick so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Patrick is a Yale-educated social entrepreneur who has committed himself to strengthen, strengthening his community and fight climate change through his business. Patrick owns and leads Tactical Land Care LLC, TLC, that provides stormwater management solutions and sustainable landscape improvements to residential and commercial pre- properties through D.C. metro area. He is a dedicated community volunteer who is serving his second term as the chairman of the Alexandria Citizen Corps Council, where he spearheads the unanimously adopted Resilient ALX Charter by the Alexandria City Council, aimed at holistically improving the resiliency and preparedness of the city's residents, businesses, and organizations in in collaboration with its neighbors. He is a member of the Medical Reserve Corps and has supported the Alexandria Health Department's COVID relief efforts. Patrick served on the steering committee for the Partnership for a Healthier Alexandria, where he has sought to address healthcare inequalities and social equity issues. Patrick is running for city council in his upcoming June 8th election, where he hopes to continue his efforts to strengthen communities and address gaps for all Alexandrians. Patrick, great to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCL community? Thank you, my friend. I sure am. I appreciate the opportunity. I'm looking forward to it. Definitely. I am as well. And what I wanted to do to kind of kick everything off was rewind the clock a little bit. Hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it was an interesting one. Um, you know, I was, I was somebody that, uh, that initially looked at entrepreneurship uh, with a little bit of a skeptical eye towards business. I, I, wasn't, uh, I wasn't all that sure about it. I didn't understand it. And profit sounded like a bad word. Um, so it, it really, my genesis was one in which I was uh, working in nonprofits, um, working with volunteers, working with interns, thinking that that's the way in which it was the most responsible way to do it. Now, you know, several years removed from that, I uh, came to understand what a truly sustainable business was and uh, and understanding that the delivery of services, the delivery of value and the opportunity to create jobs around that, uh, that's real sustainability, that's real value, that's real impact. And ultimately, that's what insurance and an operation can sustain. Um, so it's uh, it, it turned into helping a buddy who was doing residential landscaping, our best friend from high school, and we thought we were gonna we we're gonna uh, hustle out a couple seasons and, and raise some capital and do some real estate investing, and uh, business started growing. I I applied some business uh, development strategies, some project management expertise that I developed during my nine to five, um, and. And things went from there. It got big. Uh, we together made a decision that it made sense for me to, to take over the helm. And and uh, from then, we really pivoted into our sustainable landscape practice, which three years ago, four years ago, five years ago, it wasn't as uh, popular. Um, a lot of the kind of common conscious around understanding that a lot of those methodologies are critically important wasn't there. Um, so there was a little bit of a learning curve, a little bit of a um, an educational opportunity in that. But since that time we've been uh, we've felt extremely blessed and also fortunate that we live in a community uh, that jumps at the opportunity to ultimately maximize the ecological benefit of their property and at the same time being disruptive in the contracting space which unfortunately uh, is oftentimes defined by a by a low trust relationship so we really uh, bring transparency to it tons of communication tons of partnership and see ourselves as a filling a liaison role ultimately explaining people What's going on in their yard, uh, what they can do about it, and uh, and then facilitating that continued communication and, and uh, relationship for a long time to come.
1: Nice, I definitely appreciate that. And I think, um, I love how you kind of, you know, obviously your background and the impact that you have you know, in the community is absolutely huge. But I think so many times when, as you said so well, we think about business, we think that it's siloed, like you can make profits or you can do good, but we're really starting to see that really big strong. And I love that you're civilizing you're and doing that is not having to choose either, or be able to create a really sustainable business and a really strong business and really make an impact in the community. You don't have to choose either, or you can do both and have that at, at the helm. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. I'm not saying it's not easy, you know, it's not uh, doesn't come without it's, uh, you know, challenges at times. And and, you know, as much as anything, it's a matter of building a team, you know, building a team that that shares your vision, understands what we're about. And then also leading uh, front and foremost with a mission. And, you know, we've got on all our T-shirts and all our stuff. It's our world, our mission, declaring up front that the reason why we're doing this is ultimately we understand that that we are on the front lines of uh, of a changing climate. And we're either going to be proactive in mitigating some of those things that can otherwise negatively impact quality of life or, um, or otherwise have a detrimental impact on the ecology, Um, but instead facing it, you know, eyes wide open. uh, Talking about it and, uh, and then also improving accessibility where, especially now a lot of of residents and uh, property owners and business owners are able to take more advantage of a lot of municipal programs that are available. Uh, whether that's rain gardens or rain barrels or uh, or permeable hardscapes were able to come in uh, and they're not they're not pulling their contractors or pulling their service providers to, to be able to do those things uh, we are able to, to lead off introduce them and then also uphold the methodology you know, so a big part of it was the you know initial couple of years there's ton of training tons of certifications a ton of a kind of an educational you know some would say some costs but really what that did was allowed us to inform our methodology um, and inform the way in which we built our operations so that it could be most sustainable, both in, in practice, but also, uh, in its, in its, uh, day-to-day dealings. So yeah, we we feel blessed. We're happy. We're, we're looking forward to the future.
1: Yeah, it's definitely, you know, great to hear. And, you know, as you mentioned that some cost of those investments that you make, it becomes something that it sounds like becomes a strong foundational piece to the business. And obviously, because you're having such an impact in the community as well, too, it starts to manifest itself in in so many different ways um, as well. And so um, I I know you touched on it a little bit, I want to hear a little bit more if you had anything more to tell us a little bit how you're serving your clients and how that manifests itself. But also what you feel kind of sets you apart and makes uh, what I like to call your secret sauce.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. So you know, we, we are, um, you know, we, we're, our office is nestled in the heart of Old Town, Alexandria. And, uh, you know, and, and I know you're familiar with Old Town and, and, uh, you know, as, as some listeners may be, and, but it is defined by having townhouses, <laughs> a lot of them, and, and small little courtyards. And so it's an interesting uh, dynamic at play because, um, you know, we are fortunate to live in a, in a wealthy community and, or oftentimes, um, you know, a lot of our neighbors uh, have the resources where they could Uh, pay for service providers um but at the same time you don't have the space you don't have the space to to have the uh the equipment so even for the folks that might necessarily want to do it themselves or or uh you know look forward to that on a sunday sometimes there's just a pragmatic reason not to and and so there's kind of a a bit of a uh intersection there where there's an accessibility benefit um, but at the same time wanting to ensure that the space that they do have is maximized in terms of of you know, living space in terms of ultimately maximizing utility as they want it and as they see it. And, you know, a lot of folks could come in and do that and not do it to maximize its ecological benefit. You know, you could come back there. Hey, I really want to have a, a great place, a low maintenance uh, space where I could come to my backyard. And I could, uh, you know, I could share a bottle of wine with my partner and we have a great time. And that's what I want. You know, trust, you know, I, I trust you to, to, uh, to take that vision and turn it into reality. I love it
1: you uh you do that and, and so i wanted to switch gears a little bit and i wanted to ask you for what i call a ceo hack so this could be like an app a book or a habit that you have but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient
0: well i tell you you know i'm i am uh, and i appreciate you asking that but uh but i am one who gets things done under pressure so so my hacks uh you know more or less have kind of been developed out of necessity and i've always been this way but it's just you know it's and, and maybe it would have been mitigated if early on, if I, had, I was better at saying no. But, but I, uh, you know, you say yes to a lot of things, all of a sudden you got a lot of things on your plate, and there's, there's no other option than to, to be productive as all heck to, to get them squared away. But, um, but yeah, KPIs have been huge for our business. And in doing so in such a way that was uh, accessible, understood, and, and accepted.
1: Absolutely. And so I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So that could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice it might be something you would tell a client or if you happen to a time machine, you might tell your younger business self.
0: Yeah, you know, in terms of a nugget, you know, surround yourself with great people and and understanding, uh, and, and that's, you know, that's no secret, right? Um, but ultimately that in, in within a team is a, a sustainable impact, um, you know, because without joint effort, you know, w- without that community, even if it's a community of two or three or four, um, your effort stops when you stop. You know, when you take a nap, it's, it's, there's nothing getting done. Um, but beautiful things happen when people are working together. Beautiful things happen when people share a vision and can bounce things off of each other. Uh, it, and that was early on, that was something that, in following a lot of the kind of those best practices or tips that involve virtual assistance and doing all of these things with people, uh, that could be helpful, but that also required an enormous amount of micromanagement, you know, and, and kind of a lot of one way communication and hoping that what you got on the back end. Um, ultimately was what you were looking for. And, and that wasn't nearly as, as productive, efficient, or, or helpful as we built our business, as I was hoping it was. But ultimately, that, you know, that change came when, uh, when you start working with people and you're, you know, you're sharing days with and, and you're working together on and you're accepting, uh, accepting a, a vision together and taking on a mission together. Um, that was huge. And, and I guess kind of summed up, you know, teamwork, making the dream work. But um, you know, heck, we're social creatures. It, it's, it's no you know, no surprise that ultimately for us to get things done that you know that really matter um, and, and can be uh, positively impactful it requires mutual effort shared effort The other thing that that I've recently gotten uh, more comfortable with that took quite some time but was writing you know sharing and sitting down and writing out uh, writing out values sharing values not them just being uh, communicated conversationally But creating a body of work and creating a kind of a, a, so to say, a a portfolio of, of sentiments that ultimately create a culture and um, and speak and also kind of amplify uh, your intention and that's something that uh, you know kind of by necessity getting involved in the campaign but also taking some time off to uh, to spend spend time with my mother um, when she was sick and and uh, you know and and I got a lot more comfortable with writing and that was empowering incredibly empowering it's something that uh that i hadn't warmed to before but uh but now and and having that comfort and the opportunity of a meditative exercise to organize those thoughts share them uh succinctly or sometimes not succinctly but put it all out there um you know we live in a society where everybody wants a tidbit and right? everybody wants a you know hey give it to me in 10 words or less and, and if you can't you know or you know or, i guess 140 characters if you're going yeah, you right? to but heck, I'm, I'm one that's pushing back to the long form, <laughs> you know, Hey, let's sit down for 10 minutes and actually figure this out, walk away with something that's not just giving you a, a kind of a superfluous or superficial understanding of an issue, enough to, you know, shoot the shit, excuse my language, you know, uh, but, um, you know, but actually have a conversation of it, actually hold an opinion that is fact-based, or at least be able to have a basis in which you can talk about it and, and further uh, uh, kind of foster
1: that deep understanding appreciate that. And, and so now I want to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Patrick, what does being a CEO mean to you? Well,
0: I, it means being a leader. It means uh, somebody that creates a system in which uh, ultimately uh, prosperity for your community, prosperity for your team, uh, value creation. And it's a system and, and leading a system that creates value. Uh, that's how I look at it. Um, you know, I, I'm looking to bring value, uh, not just to my family, but but really more importantly to our community. And, uh, and, you know, when, when you're a solopreneur before it's a system, you're a solopreneur when you're doing it yourself uh, and understanding that your efforts independently, um, you know, are, are just by matter of fact, they're not going to be as impactful as you potentially could be when you've got a team that's working um, on behalf of that shared vision. And when that's working towards community benefit, when that's creating valuable value, tangible value that strengthens your community and, and improves quality of life, that's, uh, you know, in, in my mind, perfect. And I think Uh, you know, it's also an opportunity where people can really self-actualize because when you're working on behalf of something, which is clearly a point of passion, clearly aligned with passion, um, and you're able to be productive in that mindset, it's almost a, you know, it's like that flow state on tap because, you know, because you're not having to, um, you're not having to kind of get out of your comfort zone to do it. You, it it feels natural. It feels good. uh, And people feel that, and that energy can, uh, can really create a lot of momentum. Uh, at least in my experience and i you know prior to prior to when we were out there leading trucks leading crews and when i'm on the project sites you know i wasn't a ceo i didn't feel like a ceo i was i was project manager i was a business owner i was doing all of those things but but ultimately having that system in which you can feel comfortable have confidence and understanding that that value delivery is there without you being in the field um, by virtue of the system that you've created in the team uh that is working behind you know around you and Um, and beyond you, uh, that's, that's powerful. And and that's an opportunity to expand your leadership opportunities to encompass a a chief executive officer, CEO, so to
1: say. So look forward to the future. Definitely appreciate that definition, Patrick. I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic one more time, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know, and of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you're working on.
0: Gresh, I really appreciate it. And it's fun uh, having an opportunity to talk about these things because, um, you know, because ultimately we're going to be a better community, a better uh, society, um, and, you know, in a better world to live in when uh, more folks are empowered to work on behalf of what they are most passionate about um, and the value that they feel uh, most equipped to deliver to uh, to those folks around them, which is which is huge. But um, but yeah, I encourage everybody to reach out. I, I, I uh, love the opportunity to talk more about these. I have an occasion to be a bit long-winded. So, um but tacticallandcare.com that's t-a-c-t-i-c-a-l-l-a-n-d-c-a-r-e.com um and on there we've got our team we've got ways of getting in touch with us uh we're also on instagram we we, uh we keep it pretty light on instagram but we you know a ton of content uh most of which we try to be as funny and educational as we can be and that's a tlc underscore tactical landcare on insta we're on facebook we're on all the social but uh uh, we we have a budding TikTok presence as well, Gresh. So maybe I'll, I'll, I'll shoot you over a link for that as well. But okay. um, but yeah, it'll be great to uh, to continue this conversation in the future and uh, and, and hopefully uh, inspire more young leaders to uh, to to positively impact their communities uh, and and shape our future to be the best it possibly can be
1: yeah absolutely we will definitely have those links and information in the show notes especially that tiktok link so i appreciate you for, for sharing that um and i definitely think that uh you know that what's the quote you know be the change you hope to see in the world so i think a lot of times we forget that it starts with us so i appreciate you for for being a leader and, and marching and having that change and it kind of reminds us of how we can do that in our lives in our businesses organizations whatever roles we might have so definitely appreciate that again patrick and appreciate your time again and i hope you have a great rest of the day
0: thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast. Powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. This has been the IMCEO CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.